Welcome to the Notes from the Nest, hosted by ALS Athletic Director John Wiley. John explores with his guest a wide range of topics about how their life experiences have been shaped by their personal athletic participation at all levels. We appreciate you being with us for this week's conversation. Good afternoon. Welcome to Notes from the Nest. I'm your host, John Wiley. Today, I've got the cross-country contingent represented in the house, and we're excited about cross-country, especially this time of year. Uh, I've got four captains and a head coach, so why don't you go around and just introduce yourself. I'm Glenn Carson. I'm a senior and I'm a captain. I'm Samiksha Dungi. I'm a junior and I'm a captain. Uh, Colton Amberger, head coach. Uh, Sophie Sharp. I'm a senior. I'm also a captain. Uh, and I'm Ryan Bartlow, and I'm another senior captain. And if you've been following cross country, I know many of us have. These are not new names to you. With uh, these, these four plus the head coach have had a great season this year. How did we get here? I mean, we're sitting here with both programs in the top ten in the state of Washington. I don't know when the last time that happened for Overlake teams, but uh, that takes a lot of strong finishes. Takes a lot of PRs. You know, I guess I'll just ask you. You know, I'll start off with uh, to the to the group. How did you guys get here? Why is this year going as well as it is? Um, I can start off. Um, the guys team especially has had uh, a really great influx of uh, new runners who have great starting points and just continue to build on uh, their progress from there. And then I think uh, something we've done in the last couple of years is we've also kind of set uh, removed the separation between varsity and JV. Uh, so there's a little bit more room for people to to be competitive um, and kind of try to move up in the ranks of where they're placing on the team. And I think that's allowed uh, for more continuous improvement throughout the season. Especially on the boys side, I would say that over the years, we've just been adding more and more senior runners. This year we have 11, 10 seniors on the boys side, which helps a lot. And we have a lot of new runners. We have a strong sense of leadership. We have good role models. We have a lot of really important seniors, I think, as well as the fast new runners on our team. How about on the girls side? Yeah, the girls cross country team has definitely progressed a lot. The time that I've been on cross country, although I can't run this year, I know that the team dynamic on the girls side is just so strong. We're all so close and we're not just teammates, we're friends. And that sort of competitive aspect between us is there, but we're also there to support. And yeah. we love it when you see someone from over like coming up next to you. It's not a sense of, oh no, they're going to beat me. It's, oh, I'm so glad they're here with me. And just coming to finishing it together not finishing on your own. I think it's really a combination of a lot of older runners who've been there for some time and who are really strong, but also the new runners um, that are getting support from the runners who've been there for a while. And you can really see amongst the new runners how throughout the season they've just been getting faster and stronger. And Colton, you're becoming quite a veteran coach here. You're thrown in the fire a couple of years ago and a couple of seasons back. What have you been doing differently this year? You know, and, and when we say this year, right? It was really February that was our last year, February, March. But what if, what changes have you have you tried to add to your program this year? Yeah, I mean, I think over the, the past few years, I've learned a lot as a coach. And having the foundation that we have, the senior class, uh, you know, 11 runners or 12 um, runners has been really helpful because I've been getting feedback every year. So whether it's changing the practice schedule a little bit, working around, injury prevention, things like that, and also doing some more speed work. Um, I'd say that's that's led to some of our success this year. But, um, you know, going back to what all of my captains just said, 
I would attribute most of the success this year to the, the foundation that they built when they came into the program their freshman year. Um, we're at a point where we have so many leaders on the team that have attracted, you know, the, the largest team that Overlake's ever had. Um, and we have, you know, individuals that are stepping up and making sure that everyone on the team is, uh, you know, buying into the, the culture and kind of the, the process that we've created. And I guess on that note, Colton, and I'll ask you guys, like, you can give a shout out here to some of the individuals that have stepped up this year and made special. My question to you is, uh, when you bring up somebody, what is it that that person brings to your program? I think that a big person who we would all definitely shout out is Jimmy Duff. I think Jimmy Duff is Jimmy Duff. It's a great leader on the team. He's not a captain, but he kind of just has a really good energy around him. He inspires everyone around him to work hard. He's always one of the hardest working people, but he also keeps it light. He's super funny. He makes it fun. He makes practice interesting, especially because you have a lot of new runners. You want Running can be kind of not fun sometimes, but Jimmy Duff, it makes it, it makes it interesting. Yeah, another person I would say is definitely a natural-born leader is Johnny Viner. Oh, yeah. On the boys' side, he is just such a force to be reckoned with. He's always so nice to all the new students and is very uh, welcoming and makes sure everyone feels at home on the cross-country. And, and credit to you guys. The, the words I get from people at meets, from parents, from, from different people is the culture you've built. And you guys are responsible for that. And people will, some people will come from other sports and they'll come in across country and they won't know what to expect. And they'll say, man, everyone looks out for each other. This is really cool. I'm not used to that playing sports. Like some sports, some club sports can be real cutthroat, all this stuff. You come into this group and it's, it's really, yeah, inclusive, but but I see some real happy families and happy runners, no matter if they're PRing if you know it doesn't matter they just like to be part of that does that resonate with you guys yeah for sure yeah okay. a big thing that we do that is very important are team dinners we actually have one tonight at glenn's house yeah, and glenn. just bringing that family style eating to the team because it's a co-ed team it's the only team at overlake that is co-ed just bringing us all together it's like having older brothers and older sisters looking out for you that's you could have no better culture i, I gotta tell you uh how much did each of you guys run so again it was a, a, a February, March season, ended maybe the first couple of days of April in our weird COVID year last year. And then we started on time, thankfully, with fall. Sophie, I know, don't, don't regret too much, but tell me, what, tell me what each of you did to prepare for the season. Like, did you, did you run a lot? Did you, what, what did you do? Did you get in groups? Did you run individually? How did you guys each prepare? Um, I think for me personally, um, Going off of lacrosse season last year, there was a shift from uh, kind of more weight training into, into distance running. Um, and so it's it's a little bit of a struggle um, to come off of that, um, especially if distance running isn't really uh, your, your preferred method of exercise. Um, and going into a hot summer, it's, it's difficult sometimes to find the motivation to get out there and go run outside and all the heat and um, but I think going out, uh, and having teammates and friends, um, out there with you, because really this team is like a, a strong group of friends. Um, I think that's a, a great motivation to get out there and hold each other accountable, um, right. in order to prepare for the season well. Sure. 
I ran with one of our past runners, Anya Sharma, a lot during quarantine. Oh, We'd go on really early morning runs, like 6 a.m., because we both like running in the cold. Um, and that was something that we could help to get away, get out of the heat in the summer, because I hate running in the heat, but right. I still wanted to get my exercise in. So just finding people who are similar, similar pace to you and who push you to be your best is really what I found it. I actually spent my summer in another state, so I didn't really have many friends, but I would run in the mornings. Yep. Um, and it, I think because I was working over the summer, so it was like a great mental break and kind of just um, getting the miles in. And I did sure. stop for about a month because I was recovering from some injuries, but after that, I thought like, uh, you're Samisha. I was also working and doing like summer classes and stuff. And I think that running or even just working out in general was a super great break. I have pretty bad shin splints and just general injuries. So I didn't run a ton over the summer because right. I was hoping I could postpone those a little bit. But yeah. And I know uh, if you're a cross country coach, you can't exactly like sit on the couch and eat, you know, pizza all summer. I know you guys, uh, you guys try to stay in shape too, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I had my, my fair shares of uh of runs this summer also played a lot of golf so you know a lot of walking on the on the course and is so zach that. putting up pretty good time still as an assistant coach yes he yeah he's good. still running that's important the top half of runners so having him there is, is definitely helpful it takes the pressure off me a little bit and a shout out to zach who's who's returned and katie hill on the girls side and annika mihada joined as well so we have quite a quite a group uh the the fun part of that is they're all alums so these are four coaches who know the school quite well and know what your world's like here. So it really helps. Uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll ask you this. Three of you, let's ask the senior, senior question, okay? Uh, you guys are going off to college. Don't make me misty. It's only the first season. We'll get through it. Although great job on senior night the other night, Colton and, group, and crew. What are you going to take from this program with you into the world? You know, what is, what is cross country taught you? What are the, what are the hard things that you've had to do through this? What are the things you'll, you'll miss? And, and, uh, basically what, what characteristics, what, uh, do you want to take with you from this program into college and beyond? I think that is something I've learned from both middle school and high school across cross okay, country <laughs> is that, um, it's like the kind of team culture that we have at cross country here at Overlake it is even in middle school, it's a very, family style team because even though you don't play together you race together but you don't pass the ball one like with another sport it's still like a very team focused sport and especially compared to some other sports i've played in the past cross country is really just a bunch of friends who run and compete together which is something that i want to take to any other sport i play in college whether it be lacrosse or cross country or something just making sure my team is a group of friends who like to compete awesome yeah, cross country, we really bond over our shared pain while we're running. <laughs> yeah. And that's definitely something that I've learned. You can bond through many experiences with people. And just I've learned that being a leader can be shown in many different ways. And just the many different types of leaders we've had on the cross country team have made me learn how I can be a more effective leader and be a person that can help younger, younger students and can also um, push myself to the limits. Yeah, um, on the surface level, I think cross country being a distance sport, like one of the first things you learn when you start out is perseverance is key. Um, we talk about it sometimes everybody has the moment in the race, um, whether it's a mile in two miles in, um, where they just think, I could quit right now, I could just stop running. Um, but you, you have to find that like space inside your head that tells you to keep going and keep pushing. Um, and so that's, 
that's something that I've kind of uh, unlocked um, since starting cross country. And I think like being able to develop it over these past four years um, has been really helpful for me, even outside of cross country. Um, and then as a leader of the team, I think like just my ability to, to interact with people and like kind of see the nuances of like how um, our, our team dynamic works um, and really understand how to like, how to lead the team as a group of people rather than just like look at individuals and look at the people on the team who I like and say, okay, I'm just gonna run with you guys because that's all I wanna do. I think um, being able to, to work with the team and uh, in synergy has been something that I've been really uh, excited to do. Yeah, building off of what Ryan said, I uh, perseverance has always been very important and really difficult because there is that one moment where you think, if I just broke my ankle right now, I can stop. <laughs> I have thought that exact thought many times. And after breaking my ankle, I will say it's not worth it. But um, just being able to push through that mental block has been really helpful with studying and any other aspect of my life. Awesome. Great. Okay. Love fest time. Captains. What makes Colton a good coach? Well, I guess we have no one on that. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I think that cross country is kind of a weird sport to coach because you kind of have to give your players a lot of freedom. Like obviously there are coaches that run with us, but it's not the kind of sport where you can watch everyone all the time. And I think that Colton does a really good job of giving us our freedom while also making sure that we're following a good training, good training plan and a good schedule and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think um, one of, one of the great things about our program is that we have all these, um, our entire coaching staff is these young alumni that have um, been through the program relatively recently. Um, so it, it feels more like a family, like um, it just feels closer to your coaches uh, whenever you have to talk about something with them. Um, and so I think there's a level of trust and understanding that comes with that. Um, and so one of the, one of the big things has been that all of our coaches are willing to run with us every practice. Um, and so it, it feels like they're willing to, to share the pain with us rather than making us go out and do hard workouts. Share uh, the ourselves. pain. All right. Okay. I think one other thing is that we have a really large team this year, but I think Colton still has been understanding of each individual person and their needs. So whether it's an injury or something specific for each um, person, he's very understanding and that um, helps with each person. Cause even though we have a large team, we do sure. a lot of different personalities too. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Colton has really helped build, bridge the gap between the team and the coaches by just being there and listening to all of our concerns and actually taking them seriously. I know we've come to him with many different things that our thoughts and how we think we can improve the team. And he's always listened to us and made changes and talked to us and made us feel like we actually have a voice. Awesome. Okay, Love Fest part two. Colton, why are these your captains? Why are these people your captains? Yeah, sure. Sorry, I'm a little emotional. Gather <laughs> <laughs> oh, yourself. Uh, I mean, this it was kind of a no-brainer this year with with our captains' picks. Um, you know, all all four of the people here and the two other that that aren't here um, for this podcast were. That's Trinity and Katie. Yeah. Trinity and and Katie. Yes, um, <clears throat> we're all all really no-brainers. I mean, these are returning runners um, that have not only succeeded really well in, in terms of, you know, going to state, running on the varsity team, um, but have also really impacted the culture of this program. Um, you know, these are the people that, uh, they're, they're kind of the glue that, that keeps this all together. 
Uh, like they were mentioning earlier, this is the only co-ed sport that we have at Overlake, which you know could cause potentially issues or, or mm -hmm. um, things like that. But they're they're the people that that kind of create this this family type of culture um, that makes everyone want to be a part of this team, and that's why we have the numbers that we have is because of the group that's you know sitting here today, or, or all six of the the captains have contributed to that. So um, really couldn't ask for a better group of of leaders and what they've done this year uh, is, is the reason we're in a position of success so far. Perfect. And uh, what makes you guys laugh at practice or who makes you guys laugh at practice? <laughs> Jimmy's a pretty good. Jim, okay. Jim, Jimmy makes everybody laugh everywhere. We know that. Yeah. And I got a feeling that's a laugh riot. Anybody else make you laugh? I mean, the, the whole team, like, everywhere from freshmen to seniors, we have, um, at least on the guys' side, uh, everybody's willing to speak up. And it's not like, it's not a situation where uh, our underclassmen are like afraid to talk around the seniors, which I think is really nice. Um, Cause we have, we have freshmen cracking jokes um, all the time, <laughs> maybe even too much sometimes, too much. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot of laughs. Um, and it's really nice because after like a hard workout or something, um, it's really nice to be able to come back and, uh, during our cool downs or our stretching, be able to, to take a load off a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I agree. It's the same on the girls' side. There's a lot of jokes, inside jokes, you know, <laughs> funny group chat, text messages, everyone just making jokes and making the most fun as we can. I know many teams do spirit days, and mm -hmm. in the past, some of them have been very, uh, very formal, mm -hmm. but the cross-country team kind of likes to make more jokes out of it girls Perfect. team did adam sandler day <laughs> we all dressed like adam sandler we've done gender swap where the boys dress as the girls girls dress as the guys We're just kind of a little more stupid than most other teams which i think makes us who we are especially our class i think our class has always been very good at through the years just doing the spirit days and having a lot of fun with them which is not something you see even like even when you're underclassmen you're always right. doing the spirit days which has always made it super fun and everyone always participates, whether it's Secret Buddies or the Spirit Days. Um, we have a lot of participation and everyone really comes together with them. Fantastic. And finally, you know, let's let's talk about the next couple of weeks because cross country takes a long time to get up to a meet. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure people don't pull every muscle in the human body for the first few weeks. And then you gotta get through the shin splints and all the all the all the trials and tribulations and Yes, there are bad, there are even worse injuries out there that, that you get through, but eventually you start running, right? And it's meet, it's, then it's a couple of meets a week and that's where you've been and you've been in some invitationals. You've done really, really well. You have like, I think you have a couple of your runners who are close to breaking, who are really close to breaking school records, you know, mm -hmm. shout out to Keith and Olivia for, for that this year. I know there's like Talia's right behind there. I know that. You got Alexi and Mateo, speaking of funny guys, is even uh, is even knocking on the door of like PR and all the time doing really good things. And the girls and guys have been fantastic. What are we going to see in the next two weeks? What's happening this weekend? We have league championships this weekend, which is the last race that our entire team runs together. After that, only the top seven will run. So at league championships are at Grand Falls. Yes. Okay. That's Saturday. Yep. Then we hop on a uh kind of limited ferry schedule and get over to uh, south whidbey what do we got there 
that's going to be our district race. And as of now, um, both the girls and boys teams are set for the qualifying for state, which will be really exciting because it's the first time that's ever happened. Girls have the work cut out for them. All the teams from Western Washington are going to be at South Whitby. It's going to be crazy. On the guys' side, you'll be at the by-district level. So you'll see our friends from Meridian and Nooksack and Linden Christian and all these other schools that are coming. Uh, but Solid South would be that's a week from Saturday. And then that is to qualify for what? State. State. State, State is very hard to, to get to. I think I'm looking at four people who have all run in it. Uh, Colton, did you, did you as yeah, well? Five people. Five people. Excuse me. I, 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 <laughs> boy, I'm never going to live that one down. Colton ran there too. Uh, it's, it's quite a, uh, quite an achievement. And this year you have a lot of a lot of runners who are on the doorstep of qualifying individually and possibly even as a team, which of course would be an incredible goal. I want to thank all of you. And I know you got to go train for all those moments, but these are big three weekends for us. We're so proud of you and keep it going and have fun. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice job. Nice job. Notes from the Nest is produced by Mike Fine and written by John Wiley. More information on Owls Athletics is available at Owls News on Twitter and Instagram. Websites include overlakeowls.com as well as goals.com. Tune in the next time for another deep dive into the Nest. <laughs>